I'm Chelsea Ann Lewis, Miss Australia Global 2018, and this is my interview for the pageant project. Hey everyone, it's Adrian from The Pageant Project and I'm here with Miss Australia Global. Is there an international in there as well? It is, it's Miss Australia Global International. Miss Australia Global International 2018? 2018-19. Chelsea Ann Lewis. Yes. <laughs> Chelsea, welcome to the show. Thank you. And thank you for your help in introducing yourself. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, now Chelsea and I are in Newcastle at the moment. We just got done helping Jasmine follow up one of her, uh, judging up one of her pageants. So, I guess, why don't you start with how you got into pageantry to begin with? How did you end up, so obviously it's ended up successfully with a <laughs> thing on your head, but how did Yes, so um, I was, I actually won a photo shoot that started my modelling career. I won a photo shoot uh, in year 10 right. and I didn't take up on it until year 12. And I said, you know, am I still able to do this? And the photographer said, yeah, of course. You're welcome to shoot and I did it and I put these photos up and I was really proud and I was like you know yeah like I'm, I'm, I was super excited about them and someone contacted me on my Facebook so um, from there I guess I did the Face of Beauty International and that was in 2014 I think it was quite a while ago now you and make it um, sound like it was so long ago yeah yeah and no, it makes me feel a little old <laughs> no so I went from there and then from that event I just networks uh, I went to Miss Earth and I came uh, 20 sorry second runner-up in Miss Earth for 2015 and yeah it just kind of snowboarded from there I got I got hooked <laughs> yeah so what is it about pageantry that hooked you so obviously you your model as well so yes they're two separate careers but yeah. what, what attracted you to the pageantry specifically well, someone took a chance on me and when I took a chance on it, it really was because I had in my head this huge stereotype of the American yeah. toddlers and tiaras. And I, and I think after being in this, I find that a lot of people do have that stereotype. Yeah. Um, and I was really nervous and I was expecting you know, that the girls would be really catty and I, that was, and I'm, I'm really upfront in saying that, but that's because it is so the opposite. Yeah. You know, when I found that girls were really, they wanted to build you up. And I've met so many amazing women and every time I did a new competition, I met someone new with something new to share. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And you know, it's, yeah, that was probably the thing for me. You were, you were all about good causes. You spent time doing things that are worthwhile to others. Yeah. And that feeling really, yeah, took hold. So how do you react when someone has that stereotype that you mentioned in, you know, when they say it's all about a, a blonde on stage talking about world peace? <laughs> when someone gives, tells you that that's what they think you do, how do you react to that? Do you try and convince them otherwise or do you just leave it alone now? Um, I don't leave it alone. I think that's kind of what we are here to do. We're here to change that. Um, obviously, some people, you are never going to change yeah. that opinion through the short time that you do spend with them. but. It's something that I'll definitely say my two cents worth. I, I, if they're happy to hear it, you know, I'd, I'd love to share my stories and why I feel otherwise. And yeah, I definitely, definitely would share that with them. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> you don't feel like someone who's afraid of giving their two cents worth. No, not often. <laughs> no. 
So this specific title, tell us yes. more about why you decided to enter it. Mm -hmm. And so you won, so you're going internationally, you said next year, September. Yes, yes. So um, I was supposed to be heading off this September. Um, but the national final, uh, sorry, international final was postponed to next September. Um, and so I decided to enter Miss Australia Global because I had just come off the back of another pageant. It had been a little while um, and I just really wanted to put myself into things. I found, I find that each system that I join, I... I found a new cause to dive into and I think it's all about finding, you know, being shown new things yeah. until you find your niche, you yeah. know, um, process of elimination, you know, that's not my niche because I've tried it and Miss Australia Global's charity was a sea shelter. Yeah. Now I'm an avid diver, I love everything to do with the ocean, um, our international final, we're going to Jamaica and we'll be swimming with dolphins, they're very environmental and which is part there of the reason why I took part in Miss Earth, so right. for me, um, yeah, that was what sparked the interest. Right. And how did you find the actual, the pageant itself? It was back in April this year, wasn't it? Yes. So you, as you mentioned, you've been in a few different pageants. What stood out to you about competing in this Australia Global? Um, for me, I, besides meeting new girls, which you do each time, it was definitely diving in. I felt like I gave the most of myself to this title while doing all the pre-work so it was you know the the ways that I managed to push myself in I hosted a beach cleanup with charity barbecue over a long weekend and address council on issues that are affecting the ocean and that was yeah that was really really important yeah and can you tell us more about diving so you said you're an avid diver yes I imagine this is scuba diving. Yes. Yes. No, so not um, tell us about dive your board. sort of diving. Is it a hobby? Is it? Um, it's a hobby. I'd love to take it somewhere. At the moment, I don't know if I'd be able to take it somewhere. I'd, I'm not sure what avenues there are available. Um, but yeah, I'd love to take it somewhere. I quite frequently go up to Cairns on the Great Barrier Reef and just dive around there. I'd love to do beautification projects. Um, if I could, again, tying into the sea shelter and what the sea shelter does. Um, but, yeah. And what is it that attracts you about diving? I mean, I've never scubaed. I've snorkeled a bit, and I do love the fact that when you go underwater, there's almost like it's so silent. It's really, really peaceful. Yeah. What is it about diving that is so attractive to you? It is a whole other world. We're still in Australia, yet... You can never be anywhere above land that'll produce something so different. You know, you have cultures everywhere you go and the ocean has its own culture and you just, yeah. you dive straight into it and it's, you can never stop seeing things. You know, the longer you spend in somewhere that may seem so bland, yeah. the more you actually see and the more that starts, you know, becoming apparent to you underwater. I, it's... You've got the thrill of what you'll see. You've got, you know, it's very dynamic. You'll never have the same two dives twice, no matter where you go. If you go the same place a hundred yeah. times, it'll, you'll never lose the thrill. You'll see a shark. And for me, sharks are my, one of my favorite animals. So I love saying to, something. Yeah. 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 So that for me is just, you can never get bored of diving. I don't think. So do you have a favorite place to dive? Is Kansas? 
Yeah, Cairns is it. I haven't dived uh, many places around the world yet. I have dived in Fiji and Vanuatu. Mm-hmm. I've done a lot of traveling, but not with diving. Diving's more of a recent hobby. Um, I love to go to the Galapagos Islands. I'm hoping to go uh, tack that on to the end of my Miss Australia Global yeah. International Tour. So I'm hoping to turn just it into... Just relax. Yeah, just, yeah. just escape and go play with some seals, you know, just, just as you do. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds yeah. pretty perfect. So just switching back to the pageant for yeah. a sec, what would you like to be remembered for during your reign or as a title holder? What do you? What would you most like people to say? I mean, you just got stopped by a young girl over there <laughs> or by her mum going, oh my God, there's a princess. So yeah. how would you most like to be remembered? I mean, it's interesting to say, I mean, you to be remembered is something, I mean, I think a lot of girls come through a pageant reign without making the most of it and they only realise that when they're finished. Um, You know, to be remembered for a particular year of holding a title would be wonderful, you know, no matter, for good things, obviously. (laughs) Um, It's hard to be, to say whether you'd want it to be for people. I'd love to do as much as I can in every area that I can, but I mean, I guess... My, my target areas I work in or I'm studying in child protection so children and the ocean so anything to do with those is something that yeah I definitely love to love to be remembered for right and when you're not diving yes. and when you're not queening <laughs> what do you do what what keeps you busy during the day um my work and the gym the gym is my <laughs> it's just where I get everything out it's, it's great yeah that's yeah pretty much just that and diving that's that's all of it the beach the beach again um just hanging out with friends that's it like a good quality of life yeah just taking it easy as easy as you can because when you're not you know like when you're in your work and doing all your things you need to take that time to yeah step back uh you as i mentioned to you when i saw you today you're in some ways lucky to even be here with us sitting here. Yes. So you had a nasty, very nasty motor accident. Yes. And you managed to survive that. Without going into the details of it, yeah. how has that changed who you are? Because I mean, as I said, it's not, not an exaggeration yeah. to say that we're lucky that you're here. So that must have had an impact on you, not just physically, but also psychologically. Yeah, it did. Um, it's definitely given me, as cliche as it sounds, a new lease on life. Um, things that I would have previously thought were inconvenient or problematic or even painful. I just say, well, look, I'm still here and I have a lot more patience for things because it could be worse. And I've seen that side of it could be worse. And that for me is, yeah, made me go, okay. It's, it's humbled me a lot more in what I do and what I'm appreciative of. Yeah. And you had a, you had a long stay in hospital. Yeah. So it was almost two and a half weeks. What was the yeah. most challenging aspect of that? Seeing that people people react to any situation to the best of their knowledge and to the best of what they've experienced. Yeah. Um, I got to not only experience something that wasn't great, while staying in hospital, I saw people that were worse off than me. Um, I shared rooms with cancer patients. I shared um, beds with people that just their stories really warmed your heart. And I felt amazing and very lucky for being in hospital with my injuries. Um, 
yeah, just sorry. Some of their stories, it was it was a very emotional time. Like it was something that, um, again, really just makes you. It gives you that shock. You don't necessarily experience it, and then when you're in it and you're seeing it, it's really okay. I need like things could be worse, and I will be okay. So, do you think, in a way, that you're grateful for the experience? As in one way, it's as horrible as it was, obviously. It yeah. Seems that you also got a lot from from it as well. I'm a firm believer in things definitely do happen for a reason. Um, there were many ways that could have gone, that the accident could have gone, and very minimal meant that I survived. I am here for a reason, and yeah, that's definitely, definitely reassured that for me. Yeah. And are you completely recovered now? Things are back to normal, or is it still a, bit it, of a struggle? It is a long process. It is a long process. It's a psychological process as well yeah. as a physical. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, I guess I don't know how, like, in-depth you wanted to go, but... Um, well, I mean, I know some people have been in accidents and then they literally, mm. they can't drive anymore and, you know, you're driving yourself around. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's very a recent accomplishment, which I'm very excited about. Um, it has been a struggle. It's been eight weeks yesterday. Only eight weeks? Only eight weeks, yes. I thought it was longer than that. No, so, so it is still it is still very fresh. I still, so when people say, you know, are you recovered? I'm like, oh, I'm still very sore, but yeah, um, yeah broken, like ribs and fractures and spinal fractures, they do take a very long time to heal. I'm lucky mine are only minor in the places that they are. I mean, if they were lower or closer yeah. to discs, it could have been a whole other story. So yeah. again, it's, yeah. yeah. I mean, you say it's minor, but I mean, having looked at the photo of the car afterwards... I'll have to let you it, pop it, that in. <laughs> it, it, it didn't look minor. That looks like something that someone is lucky to walk away from. And I guess, yeah. in a way, lucky that, lucky that you guys hit a tree didn't hit someone else because then someone else could have yeah. lost their life or been injured as well. Yeah, there's... Again, there's so many ways that it could have gone. Yeah. Um, and looking at the picture of the accident um, and the the circumstances that surrounded it there are many many ways that would have been very f it, I, we came out with the best the best possible you know yeah. um, outcome so yeah it's I can sorry. imagine <laughs> so, do you think now I guess you're more grateful maybe you're more present do you feel like you are more laid back now taking things as it comes yeah I definitely I mean I always I was always quite a laid back, take things as it comes, but yeah. I never realized to what extent I feel like much more now. Um, yeah. yeah, I am much more present and I just relate things back to that so often because that for me will be my changing point. My yeah. whether, you know, is it is it really that bad? Are you sure? Like just that that's always going through my head. So Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and Chelsea, for people to follow you, follow your journey on social, what are the best avenues to get you on? Okay, so I have... Whatever you say, I will put it under, in case it's hard to spell, or it has underscores, or five consonants at the end. Thank you. Yeah, so guys, I have a uh, Instagram page, which is chelsea.al.model, and I also have a Facebook page, which is chelsea-anmodel. So you can follow either of those, that'd be amazing, and I'll get back to all of you guys if you have any further questions or anything like that, so... Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Ten final questions. Okay. We always finish with the same questions. This All right. Is as most, this is as most pageant-esque as we're going to get. All right, let's do it. All right, let's see if we can put you on the spot. So, number one, uh, what's your favourite word? And I'm never finished. 
And most practical, most practical favorite word is and. Yeah. Okay. What's your least favorite word? Oh, um, I have a problem with. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, and I don't know why, and I don't know why. It's I have a problem with the word gaunt. And I know that is really strange, but I just think of all these different visuals that the actual word means, and I can't get rid of that. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's. I know that's really strange. Oh, you said but it now. I have a vision in my head. Yeah, yeah like can you imagine the, the the weird things that go with gaunt? You're welcome, by the way. <laughs> We've had all sorts of weird and wonderful answers to that question. Okay, in life, what gets you excited or what turns you on? Um, something new. A new adventure or a new country. Not a new country, we're not going to discover any more of those. No, but I mean, going to a new country, time, yeah, yeah, a new adventure or a new challenge. Like, I am a bit of an adrenaline junkie. I've skydived and bungee jumped all over the place. Switzerland, Greece, Cairns, you name it. So, so what's next on the list in terms of thrill-seeking? Because bungee jumping and skydiving are pretty much top of the list. Well, it's actually the tallest bungee jump, which is currently residing in the USA. USA, it was China, but then USA had to do bigger, so... How high is it? Oh, it's... I haven't looked into... Oh, well, I have looked into it, but I haven't got the number on the top of my head. It's very, very tall. It's off one of the tallest buildings in the world, oh, so... okay. Yes. All right. What about what turns you off? Passive aggression. But you can't do anything about it. It's always there, and it's just like, why? Snarky. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's that. like it is. Answer. It's so you just can't do anything about it either because you, it's not something socially that you can go. I see what you're doing. Well, you can. You you can point it out. It's so much harder than someone who's being obviously like. Yeah. 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 Okay. What about what sound or noise do you love? Hmm. I'm a, I could sit and listen to guitar solos. I had a, um, um, I've definitely got a thing for anyone who can just sit and play the guitar and I will sit and listen for hours. It doesn't have to be anything good, just I just love the guitar. You mean like acoustic guitar? There's someone strumming? Yeah, yeah. Um, an ex-partner of mine, he, I, he's an absolutely talented musician and he, yeah, he could play both and do both, and I just listened to him jamming and putting yeah. things on loops. That was, yeah, yeah, that was great. Yeah, I'm crazy jealous of people like that. I know, I don't have that talent, so I can't just be like... Yeah, apparently people who can play the guitar or the piano, they're the ones who make the best songwriters. Okay. They're highly creative as well. Not something that I can claim. What about what <laughs> sound or noise do you hate? Anything really startling. I don't know. It's not really a noise. I'm just a very jumpy person. Like, so a bang will go off and I'll freak out because, yeah, we won't say why. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. Question seven. Yeah. If you could have one superpower, what would you pick and why? I'm going to say the, abil the ability to fly. Yeah, I cliche one again but I'm so, such a traveler I just want to take off all the time and so yeah that definitely okay. <laughs> question eight mm -hmm. what job or occupation other than your own would you most like to attempt 
Well, I'm not currently a dive instructor and I feel like that'd be pretty amazing. Just spend my whole time in the water teaching people how to do the thing I love. Love to try my hand at it. That's a hard life. Yeah, right? Just by the water all the time. By the water, in the sun, yeah. What about what job or occupation other than your own would you definitely not like to attempt? These are things I've literally never thought about. So yeah, that's, sorry it's taking it yeah, sorry time. it's taking so long. Um, What's a job you would never ever ever? A <laughs> doctor or nurse? And the reason I say I do have a lot of respect for them, and I have so much more respect, especially after being in hospital. But I have an ultimate fear of needles. I wouldn't be able to, even if it was behind my own hand, I wouldn't be able to carry out the occupation, I would spend more time stressed, I'd shorten my life. I'd shorten my lifespan. So you're scared of being jabbed with a needle or you're scared of jabbing Needles in general, needle? yeah. As soon as I go into a hospital, it's, it was a horrible time for me mentally to be there. Was, yeah, it yeah, was, as soon as I, my, my whole everything was like, my blood pressure just goes up. I don't even mean to, the needles don't even need to be there, but I know they're here somewhere, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not a good place to be if you're afraid no. of needles. No. Uh, final question. Yes. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Your family's been waiting for you. We'll love to think that they're all there. Just waiting, they've been watching. Yeah. Well, we hope so. And they'd be proud. That's that's what I'd, 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 I'd your family's been waiting for you then. Yeah. They're proud. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. And best of luck with with everything. So the international is in September. Yes. But does your reign end in April? See, no, because it's been um, because there was a little bit of a uh, um, delay. Delay. Yeah. We um, the they told us to hold the Australian final, and then it did end up getting pushed back. So technically. I will be the longest reigning Miss Australia Global International there is because I technically have a two-year reign. Long live the Queen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. well, best of luck with everything. Thank you. And thank you to everyone for watching. Thanks, guys. We'll speak to you next time. Hey, it's Adrian. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get details of our new episodes as they drop and connect with us on social at The Pageant Project. Speak to you next.